Lindsay Hubbard is finally opening up about her split from Carl Radke and what went down that day, and she is not holding back. Plus, Phaedra Parks is also revealing what really went down on Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip Season 4 between Brandy Glanville and Caroline Manzo, and she's also letting us know when we can expect the new season. Let's get it. You're listening to No Filter with Zach Peter, your go-to source for all the latest pop culture and reality TVT, surf fresh all week long. Now, let's dive in. What's up, guys? I hope you are having a great week. What's today? Wednesday? Tuesday? Wednesday? Today's Wednesday, right? It's Wednesday. Happy Wednesday, everybody. Everybody in the club. Um, It is Wednesday, November 8th. I just verified that on my phone because I'm trying to stay alive. Um, I hope you guys are having a great start to your week. Here, we are here at Hump Day. We have made it halfway through the week, almost the weekend, and hopefully you guys have some fun weekend plans. We got some hot, juicy tea to spill today. Um, Lindsay Hubbard was on Nick Vile's podcast, and she's spilling some details on her split from Carl Radke, and then Carl Radke is also opening up because he was on Captain Lee's podcast, and they're just like, it's a whole he said, she said, and hopefully we can piece the story together based off of what they both said. Um, what else? What else? What else? Uh, we'll get into Lindsay and Carl. We'll get into Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip Season 4. But I guess to top it off with some tidbits of tea, Kourtney Kardashian had her baby last week and she was just spotted at the hospital with Travis Barker, her baby daddy. Um, and they were leaving Cedar sinai Congrats to the couple on their new little baby, their new little baby boy, a little bundle of joy. They named him Rocky 13 Barker which I just saw that for the first time today. And I was like, that's an interesting name. I don't know if I like Rocky, Rocky Barker. I mean, I guess Rocky Barker is kind of cute, but what, where did the 13 come from? That's what I'm a little confused about. Is it just like, a, like when do we start naming our kids numbers? Like when did numbers become like, are there enough? Have we officially run out of quacky baby names? And now we're just going to start adding numbers to the names. Or is this like Rocky the 13th? What? And who are the, the, the 12 other Rockies that came before him? That I have questions. I should have actually Googled that. Like, where did this name come from and why Why did we name the baby the number 13? But whatever. Look good for them. They seem happy. You know, I'm sure he'll be dressed out in his little rocker outfit and his emo goth baby vibes. And he's going to kill it. He's going to slay. And good for the happy couple. I mean, if they are happy, you know, because she doesn't seem very happy when you're watching the new season of the Kardashians. She just seems like she's in an interesting place in her life. I know we talked about like the Kim Kardashian, Travis Barker hookup back in the day because they were like sort of kind of together, but like not really together, but they were like fooling around. I kind of think Kim was probably using Travis Barker just to like gain a little media attention because he was part of Blink-182 and he was really popular at the time. Who knows? But... Good for them. I'm happy that they had a healthy baby boy and that he is killing it. Rocky 13 Parker. Get it, girl. Um, Patrick Dempsey was named People's Sexiest Man Alive this year. I mean, obviously, we know that these are all, like, PR stunts and publicists and teams work these deals out to promote, like, a movie or to promote some sort of deal. Um, but, I mean, he is a sexy man. If you look at the co- the cover... He is living his best life. I love that, like, we're embracing the older daddy face. Like, he's wearing just, like, this simple gray shirt. He's, like, on a beach. Just, like, real, real, he's rocking the salt and pepper hair. No Botox. Like, he's kind of just, like, like he's like a dad. You know, you're just like, ooh, he can choke me in the morning. You know? I'm here for it. You get it, Patrick Dempsey. What's he doing these days? Ever since, what was his, not General Hospital. What's the one with Katherine Heigl? It was a General Hospital. I think that's what it was called. 
Uh, no, Grey's Anatomy. Grey's Anatomy is what he was on. So, I mean, listen, good for him. Sexiest man alive. I feel like I could be a sexiest podcaster. Maybe not the sexiest alive, but like, I, I, I'm cute. Get it. Um, okay, what else? What else? What else? Lala Ken is actually uh, talking about the Captain Jason hookup because we saw them together at BravoCon and she like had a sexy pose and they posted it on Instagram. Well, she's revealing on her podcast, Give Them Lala. She's, she says that she hasn't quite yet given Captain Jason Lala just yet. She said that they haven't hooked up yet, but that he did message her. And she says that we'll see. She says that she plans to address it later. But she, and direct quote, said, chickens before they hatch don't count. So maybe she's calling him a chicken. I don't know. She's like, he better come and get it. I did a background check, and he better come come at me correct. Listen, I don't know. Where does he live? I don't think that that would be, like, full compatible, like, relationship situation. But, like, they're hot together. At least, like, bang it out at BravoCon every year. You know? Good for them. Live their best life. I'm here. I'm here for it. Let's get it. Giddy, giddy, giddy. Ooh, who do you think's hotter? McDreamy or McSteamy? Eric Dane or Patrick Dempsey from Grey's Anatomy? Because they were like the two hunks, right? It was McDreamy and McSteamy. Was that? I never watched Grey's Anatomy, so I don't know. I just kind of loosely remember it. And then I remember Eric Dane had like the sex tape that came out where you saw like, you know, him naked. Um, or it wasn't a sex tape, but it was a nude tape because they were like, it's not a sex tape. We're not having sex on it, but you can see us naked just pulling around. Oh, I miss the good old days of a good celebrity sex tape. Now everything's like produced on OnlyFans. You have to pay for it. Remember the good old days of like, you know, trying to download a celebrity sex tape for free online and listening to LimeWire and downloading, you know, illegally pirated music. Those are the good old days. And then your computer would get a virus and then it would just fuck up your life. Ah, oh, take me back. Take me back. Okay. So Captain Lee or sorry, Captain Jason. Imagine if Lala hooked up with Captain Lee. Captain Jason and Lala have not hooked up, but there's hope on the horizon. Kourtney Kardashian had her baby. Rocky. Patrick Dempsey, sexiest man alive. Now let's talk about Lindsay Hubbard, and then we'll get into Phaedra Parks. Kelly Pop, Phaedra Parks. Booty, 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 rocking everywhere. Rocking everywhere. Rocking everywhere. I found you, Miss New Booty. Listen, I see your comments when people don't like when I sing, and I'm, listen, I'm sorry. If you want boring content, then, you know, there are other people on YouTube that you can go and watch or listen to. I'm going to be me. I'm going to do me, Lucius. I'm going to do me. Okay? So it is what it is. Lindsay Hubbard is opening up to Nick Vile on the Vile Files podcast as Carl Radke opens up about their breakup on Captain Lee's podcast, Salty. So Lindsay said that she knew that something was up when she got a text from production that when they had to film. She said that she was actually shocked, though, because according to Lindsay, they did not fight throughout the summer. She said they had a couple of, of splats at the beginning of the summer, but she's like, it was a normal couple stuff. It wasn't anything major. And I'm like, well, what is normal couple stuff? Because like Shannon Storm's Bedore said that she and John Jansen that they would have normal couples fights that would paralyze her. So what does that mean? What are normal couple fights? I have questions, right? She said they had a few splats at the beginning of the summer. Someone leaked the news of their breakup because she said that um, it broke in the press 30 minutes after Carl had actually broken up with her. And she feels like somebody was in Carl's ear, maybe somebody from production, maybe somebody on the cast. Someone was in Carl's ear and she was just like, I was totally blindsided by this. So she maintains to feel like she was blindsided by it. But she said that somebody also leaked it. 
So it seems like somebody was pulling some strings if they were able to get Carl to actually pull the trigger on this and then actually get it out there. So she says that they were in counseling because Carl had a lot going on. And most of the reason that they were in counseling was to help Carl work through some of his issues. But she said that he started to change towards the end of the summer. And she felt like he just really wanted her to fit into this role of being a Stepford wife. And she's like, I'm nobody's Stepford wife. I'm an independent woman. These shoes on my feet, I bought it. The clothes I'm wearing, I bought it. I depend on me if I want it. She thinks that the breakup was impulsive. She said that it was emotionally charged and that she thinks it was done out of anger. Uncertain exactly what that anger was. Oh, but speaking of John Jansen and Shannon Bedore, she claims that they're broken up and that she hasn't talked to him in like a month. So good for her. She says that she closed that chapter just because I, I mentioned Shannon Bedore and her fights that paralyze her. So like Carl and Lindsay, Shannon Storms Bedore and John Jansen are officially done so's. Um, she, yeah, she said that Carl, his behavior towards her seemed to change towards the end of the summer. He became a little more aggressive. It was the impression that I got. And she says that in her head, she understands that relationships take work and that marriage take work, takes work, but she doesn't think that he kind of fully grasps that concept. And she said that she thinks he was afraid to put in the work. Whereas in his head, he's like, we were going to therapy. How do you not think that, how do you think things are going well if we're going to couples therapy or counseling? And she's like, well, that part of it like relationships take work relationships aren't always easy relationships aren't always perfect and there's not always going to be a honeymoon phase but you have to actively put in the work and keep trying to work through some of those issues and so therapy and counseling are not a bad thing they're actually a healthy thing as long as we're both trying to work on these issues but she thinks that he was afraid to actually do that work because to him he's like this isn't perfect or at least this is the impression that I got is that he was like, this relationship isn't perfect, therefore it's not meant to be. And she's just like, no relationship is ever going to be perfect. She says that he actually broke up with her the day after filming rap for Summer House, that she said that, he, uh, I guess they got into some heated discussion the day that filming wrapped. And she said that he, you know, they started, things started getting heated and he started saying some like really mean shit to her. And, you know, they got into an argument about it, but whatever, The wedding was still three months out. She didn't really think that like it was going to be over, that the relationship was going to end. She said then she ended up getting a text about filming the next day with Carl. And she was like, this is weird. So then she texts Carl and she's like, why, what are we filming for today? Why are the cameras back up? And he told her in that moment, he's like, he said that he was this close to calling off the wedding and that she needed to change. And if she didn't change, then he was going to call off the wedding. And that was apparently the morning of the breakup. Okay. Then cameras come over and start rolling. And she says that's when he called it off. And she was like totally caught off guard by it because she's like, I get that like you were getting cold feet or I get that like you were having some issues here. But like, I don't understand how you just pulled the plug on this, which is why I understand where she's like, it felt impulsive because he's over here saying that he's getting close to calling off the wedding. But I didn't actually think we were at that point. And then he comes over with the cameras and then boom you call it off and you blindside me. But Carl, on the other hand, while he was at BravoCon, he was telling People Magazine, he claims that they actually did have a hard summer and he doesn't believe that Lindsay was totally blindsided by their split. He seems to think that things were rocky throughout the summer. Whereas with her, she's like, things were not rocky. 
things were a little rocky at the beginning, but like as time went on, which makes me think maybe this was a lot of like Carl's internalized issues. Like maybe he was starting to feel a little trepidatious getting closer to the wedding. Maybe he was getting cold feet. Maybe he wasn't ready to fully dive all in. But it's like you have to go all in like Teddy Mellencamp, go all in. Maybe we should have Teddy hold him accountable next time. But this does lead to my theory that he probably was kind of shit-talking her throughout the season because maybe at the beginning things were a little rocky and then the season started to go on and maybe he's having these, like, you know, one-on-one moments with Kyle where he's expressing his concerns and he's not sure if he wants to get married. And so we're starting to see those conversations come together and he knew by the end of the season, he's like, I've already said all this shit. I've already talked about my my grievances and I've already you know expressed my concerns with getting married I feel like at this point like I just I can't go in I can't do it it'll be interesting to see if these again this is all my own speculation is that he's having these conversations with people and so he was starting to feel pressure and probably why producers were starting to pressure him into being like okay dude are you going to break up with her like you need to make a decision because you've been saying all of this stuff throughout the summer and like are you really moving forward with the wedding because like now you need to shit or get off the pot and he was probably like well shit I think I need to get off the pot and so um he claims that he did not call production to set her up he says that he doesn't decide what's being filmed on summer house that he just responded to what was being requested so again this means producers had some sort of insight that there were some issues in their relationship and that they probably saw the relationship coming to an end because you have the producers and as the season is being filmed, they have their storyboard and they're trying to figure out where the season's going and which storylines to focus on and what to hone in on and how to tell everyone's individual stories and then the cast's collective stories. So you see that, right? Um, and so I think that producers probably were like, okay, based off of what we've caught on camera, based off of what we know has been filmed, this is the only logical conclusion to this season is that Carl decides it's just not working. And we're probably going to see those initial steps with the other cast members, probably without Lindsay having any clue about this. Lindsay was probably genuinely thinking that like, yeah, maybe things are not perfect, but I don't think she assumed that the wedding was just not going to happen. But also, that's kind of shitty to be like, I didn't call production to set her up. I don't decide what's being filmed. Like, come on. But you have to take some sort of accountability. And he did tell Captain Lee that he does feel badly about how it ended, how the relationship ended, but he doesn't regret it. He thinks that they're both going to be better off without each other. So I get that. But at the same time, I'm also just like, but come on. Like, you... You knew what you were doing. You knew that she wasn't expecting to get broken up with on camera. So even if you were like, I didn't blindside her with the breakup, you still chose to go along with this. Like, I just, I don't, I like Carl normally. And I know Lindsay's hard to like, especially to the audience. They always want to drag her. But I feel like in this case, I don't know. I'm I'm sticking with team Lindsay here. I think Carl had justified reasons as to why he broke up with her. I just don't like the way that he broke up with her. And I always kind of speculated that I just think their lives were going in different directions. Their lives were moving, you know, in in opposite ends, you know. She was willing to stay on the show. She wanted to continue this lifestyle that she had. He was not willing to stick that out. So, but I don't know. Now it's interesting to hear that he's like back to working part-time at Loverboy. Weird. Weird, weird, weird. Um, but yeah, that's the latest on Carl and Lindsay. Then we get to... Phaedra Parks. So as we know at BravoCon, Andy Cohen was asked quite a lot about Ultimate Girls Trip Season 4 in Morocco. And 
He says that he hopes it airs soon, but the, the main priority right now is Ultimate Girls Trip Legacy with the Roni girls and cute, right? So Phaedra Parks also talked about it because she was there promoting Married to Medicine because now she's officially on the cast for Married to Medicine. And she told Ricky Cornish that Ultimate Girls Trip is expected to return at the top of the new year, so early 2024. Don't know if I necessarily believe that. Sullivan, what are you doing? I don't know if I believe that. Um, sorry, guys. The dog, he was like putting his nose up on the TV. Um, she says that the show is expected to return early next year. I don't have that much faith in it returning that soon, only because we have Legacy that's airing at the end of or mid December that I don't think they would give us legacy roni in december and then immediately in the new year give us ultimate girls trip season four i would think girls trip for morocco if it's going to air would probably air closer to like march or april just to give a little bit of a break in between because then you also have they air it weekly right so it's going to be at least six weeks five six weeks of of roni which will air through what january possibly the first week of february so i think Season four probably will come in the spring, probably closer to like April, maybe even May if they wait that long. But Phaedra said absolutely nothing happened in regards to the Brandy Glanville, Caroline Manzo of it all. She said, so absolutely nothing happened. So let's roll the tapes. I was there and honey, I was sober, sober, sober. I really don't drink. So I saw it all. Boom. She claims it was a Harley Quinn romance. Love was winning. Ooh-wee. So we have, um, we have Camille Grammer, because obviously there was the rumor, the rumor that Ultimate Girls Trip might ultimately get scrapped altogether by Peacock because of the allegations. And then Camille came out and she's like, well, that's a bummer. That's sad. I saw some of the clips and I actually thought it was pretty good. So Camille seems to be ready to let the show come out. We have Gretchen Rossi, who's in full defense of Brandy Glanville. It doesn't, I haven't seen one housewife, correct me if I'm wrong, I have not seen one housewife that has come out in defense of Caroline Manzo. We've heard that some of them, I think like Alex McCord, maybe, you know, is supporting Caroline. And I, again, Alex, as isn't she like a psychotherapist or something? As a therapist, I could imagine she would empathize with Caroline and maybe kind of want to help Caroline through some of this. But it doesn't look like anybody's team Caroline or at least validating that. Vicky is on Brandy's side. Gretchen is on Brandy's side. Phaedra's on Brandy's side. Eva's on Brandy's side. So that's at least four of the women that were there. Camille hasn't spoken out about it necessarily, but whatever it is, she doesn't feel like it was terrible enough to not air the show. I mean, come on, look at Beverly Hills season two, Russell's suicide. Like they aired all of that. So, you know, again, allegations are just allegations until they're proven. But if all of the women there, including Phaedra, who's claiming that she was very sober and saw everything that happened, something about that feels kind of interesting. I don't know. But Phaedra says roll the tapes. Brandy's been very clear that she wants people to roll the tapes. So, I don't know. Okay, Sully's having a moment, guys. I don't know what's going on with Sully Bear, but I'm probably going to have to take him out for a walk in a little bit. So, we might have to wrap up this week's episode a little short, or today's episode a little short. But, I mean, I feel like we covered most of the tea. We talked about Ultimate Girls Trip. We talked about Lindsay and Carl. Those were the two meaty pieces of it. Uh, Denise Richards. Denise fucking Richards, or fucking Denise Richards, however she uh, refers to herself. She was just on Bethany Frankel's number one podcast in the galaxy. 
parent I, I I don't understand why Bethany has to release everything. I just realized her Nini interview is like eight parts long and she's calling it Bethanini, a limited series, which it's not a limited series. It's one interview, one whole interview that she broke up into like seven different parts. That to me is just like annoying. I don't like like even when I did the Eric interview, I was like, we're not breaking it up into two parts. It's gonna be one part. I get that that's the trend, right? Like let's do part one and let's do part two. Fuck that. No, I'm not trying to just monetize off of my audience. It's a great interview and it should be consumed in its entirety. If somebody chooses to take a break in between, that's on them. But at this point, like I'm not here to, you know, try to, you know, pull one over the audience. So it is what it is, guys. All right. I love you. I appreciate you. And I will um, chat with you guys later, Skater. But can we just one more time look at this? Yummy picture of Patrick Dempsey on our way out. It is delicioso. We love it. We love it. All right, guys. I love you. I appreciate you. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your week. Um, just live life this weekend. Um, I will chat with you guys again tomorrow with all new tidbits of tea and all new hot pipe and tea. I'll probably try to listen to the Denise interview. That way you guys get a little bit of of some scoop on if there's anything worth listening to. I personally don't care to, but have a wonderful week, you guys. Don't forget to get your tickets to my show at the Bourbon Room November 7th. Sorry, November 19th. You can get your tickets at nofilterlive.com. That's nofilterlive.com. All right, guys, I will talk to you later. Ciao for now. Love you, mean it.